Welcome back. This is Survived with Sophie and Lexi and a special guest. We started telling our survived story that was in college and we're moving on to bring you guys more through many different topics. And this week we have a guest speaker and she is going to tell you her spooky stories. Are you ready? Would you like to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about you? Yeah, yeah. So my name is Hannah. Um, I know Lexi. We went to high school together. Um, we're best friends. We're still really close. And um, I, uh, yeah, I have a story about some paranormal experiences from when I was younger. So I'm really excited to be on here today and share it with you guys. So, yeah. Exciting. I'm excited to hear this story. And all the details about it. Yeah, I've heard um, bits and pieces over the last 10 years of knowing Hannah. Um, but I haven't heard the full story. So I'm very excited to hear every single detail. Yeah, it's, it's scary. <laughs> it's, it's spooky. I mean, it's yeah. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> and I know this isn't usually our week for our spooky stories. But we wanted to give you guys a fun little episode and something a little bit different this week because our last couple weeks have been a little heavy um, to listen to. So this will be something very interesting. And I don't know. I love hearing about the paranormal. So. Yeah, it'll be. I love it. Okay. I'm so excited. <laughs> okay. Let's just get into it. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. So. Um, I'll just kind of start off um, talking about like like how old I was and like the the situation. So um, this mainly all happened at my childhood house. Um, I was about seven years old when we um, needed to move from our old house to a new one. Um, so we um, my parents had a small photography business that was growing really fast, and they were running their business through the living room at our old house, and it was just it was getting way too tight. Um, so we, uh, we started looking at other houses and we decided to tour this gorgeous, it was a, a three-story craftsman style house. It was like 2,400 square feet. It was really old. It was built in 1920 and it was this big brown house. It was just so, so beautiful and full of character. Um, so we ended up going with this house and just like, I, I wanted to like kind of explain the, the layout of the house because since they ran their business through it. Um, it was very different than a typical house. Um, so the middle level, so you, you walked up the stairs, you're on the middle level. Um, that's where they did all their business. So there was a photo studio, an office space, bathroom, and a consult space for um, for previewing their photo sessions. Um, that's where their clients would come up for their photo sessions, previews, and whatnot. And then our main living areas, so my mom, dad, brother, and I, um, our living areas were upstairs with the three bedrooms and bathroom, and then the downstairs, which had a walkout basement. Um, the basement was all renovated to be like a living space. So there was a kitchen space, um, a photo production room, office space, and a big living room. So um, yeah, so that's just kind of the layout. Um so we toured the house. Like I said, I was about seven years old and my brother was, let's see, he'd be like 10. Um, we got there. My parents told my brother and I to go upstairs and pick out rooms that we might like. So we go upstairs and 
I saw a little boy who was not my brother running down the hallway. Oh my goodness. Um, and that, I mean, that was just the tour of the house. And I, I truly, I can't remember details of like what he looked like. I mean, he, he it ran by so fast. Um, didn't really think anything much of it though. So yeah, so we've we picked out rooms that we liked and then we go back downstairs and um, it's my parents and the realtor. And I'm like, hey, by the way, who's that little boy upstairs? <laughs> and um yeah they were uh I I obviously couldn't really pick up on like social cues at that point but they were probably concerned obviously um so the realtor my parents probably told my brother and I like oh go downstairs or go go check something else out whatever um and then the realtor did explain in private to my parents that there was a tragedy that happened at the house about like 70 years or so earlier and it was that a young boy choked to death on a toothpaste cap in this house. Wow. Um, yeah. On so, a toothpaste cap? Yeah. And like, like that's so scary. It, it's scary, too, how things like that can just happen so fast. But I think like toothpaste caps, at least like I have nannied for the last several years throughout college. And um, I, toothpaste caps aren't aren't like where they can come off now they're usually connected so i wonder if that was like oh, that yeah. was something that happened a lot but in 70 yeah. years prior they probably yeah came off and right right so a choking hazard back then for sure yeah so obviously it's like we don't really see that much anymore but yeah so um i guess i'll just uh get into now like like as far as the tragedy itself of that happening um my parents did a really good job at keeping that sheltered from my brother and I like genuinely I didn't even know the details of it like I I knew that it was the house itself like I was kind of creeped out often um I, I but I didn't know that a young boy died in that house and that he choked to death on a toothpaste cap until I was about 12 I think I was 12 or maybe 13 years old um and that's after we moved out of that house um and moved up to Wisconsin so yeah so <laughs> Um, and we lived there for seven years total. Um, and I guess, do you guys have any questions right now before I get into the, like, some different stories? So how old were you again when you first went to tour the house? I was, let's see, I, I think I was about seven years old. Okay. Yeah, being, I can't even imagine being a seven-year-old and thinking, you know, you or like seeing a young boy and being like, oh, who's that? Right, right. Yeah, and then your like, parents are like, listen. oh, just ig- ignore that. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like, obviously, I, it's just like one of those funny stories. It's like, okay, like, why did they end up getting the house if you knew that yeah. somebody died there? But it's just one of those things where, I mean, it all ended up being okay. But still, it was definitely creepy. And I wasn't creeped out. I, I think they, they say that kids um, are a lot more in tune with, with um, spirits and in that kind of realm so that definitely could have been it so yeah I guess one other question and I can also save I have a lot for the end too sure but um so you saw the boy when you were seven when you were first touring and then you moved out when you were around 12 13 right did the sightings like taper down when you grew up in the house um, you know, I never saw the little boy again after that, but we did have a lot of like creepy things happen and like I would I would see things and I'll I'll get more into detail about that later on, but yeah, there was the, I I never saw like 
the specific boy again, but interesting. Definitely like definitely signs of something going on. So interesting. Okay. Yeah. So okay. So I'll just go through and I have like three main stories that like I, I kind of I went to my parents to to um to kind of get their outlook just because when you're a kid you don't really pay attention to certain things and um things can kind of just go right past you and you don't even realize it um but I'll just start off telling the first story and it was it more my mom uh, my mom's perspective and I was I don't know I was just a kid like I didn't even like notice anything was happening obviously but um so the first one my my mom uh she had told me that we had our next door neighbor over um she was she was a really really sweet lady probably in her like mid to late 30s uh but anyways she was very she was kind of a hippie she was a really really nice lady she was um more like in tune with spirits and she um she always talked about the spiritual world world and um she would tell us that she could see auras and and stuff like that and we're just like oh okay like that's cool uh, but we had a nice large porch area and we often had friends over family over like our house was was a really popular place to hang out especially on the porch um so we had her over one night just to hang out and and talk and she asked to use our bathroom and that was inside of our house on the that same middle floor where um where all the clients came in so she goes in uses the bathroom whatever and my mom had told me that when she came back in from the bathroom, she looked like she was about to pass out. Like, she looked white as a sheet. She had this, like, terrified look on her face. And um, she was, like, visibly shaken up. And she looked at my mom and she goes, what happened in that bathroom? And the crazy part is that is where the boy died. That's where he choked to death on the toothpaste cap. Wow. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so I'm like, that's just crazy. And like, on top of it, like, she didn't know anything about the tragedy. Like, we, like, we, we didn't just like tell our friends coming to our house. Oh, by the way, like, yeah. young boy choked to death. Like, we just didn't. That's not something that you because... tell your neighbors or no. people that come over. Oh, hey, if no. you see that little boy in the house, yeah, he yeah. died there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you don't really, you're not usually talking about that. So she didn't know about it. And the fact that she, like, my parents said like no we didn't tell her and the fact that she brought it up herself was um yeah really really crazy so so yeah that's that's the first story and obviously yeah it was it was really scary the fact that she picked up on that the fact that she was visibly shaken like my my mom looked at her and just knew that some she had seen something or something happened so yeah that was the first time that um that like an outside person had really seen anything um that leads me to my next story um this one was my dad and uh, we we have a we we had a they, they had a photo assistant um and they they worked together um so the basement area the walkout basement area there was a photo production room down there and then my dad also had an office down there and I think they were both in the photo production room. And all of a sudden, they both heard, like, very distinct footsteps from one end of the house all the way to the other end of the house. And, like, this is a really old house. I think it was 83. It, it was built in 1920, so I, I can't really do the math that fast. But anyways, um, 
you could hear weird noises, cracks, everything, the house shifting and whatever. That was not uncommon, but they said these were footsteps, the way that it was spaced out and the way that it went from one end of the house to the other. So um, immediately they were obviously panicking. Um, my dad was asking the photo assistant, like, hey, did you come out? Did you come from the upstairs door? Do you know if it was locked or not? And she, she always came from their, uh, the walkout basement door. So um, my dad went upstairs to inspect and he, he went through every nook and cranny. Um, nothing came of it. And uh, yeah, that was really scary. They, they thought that somebody had broken in or maybe a client was upstairs, but he, uh, nobody else was home. So yeah, that was really creepy. And um, obviously it, it shook them up a little bit because it, it sounded like somebody was in the house. That is like, actually crazy. I know. Like, that's freaky. That's super freaky. And also, like, I'll get into it more with the next story, but the house, being an older house, there was, it was kind of, they didn't really have open layouts back then. They were a lot more, like, small crawl spaces and closets within closets and, and stuff like that. So, um, there's yeah, definitely they didn't a lot even... of hallways back then right no it was all just rooms with doors (laughs) yeah rooms with doors but like yeah just long narrow areas and yeah a lot of a lot of areas that somebody could potentially hide so um not only with that i don't know if i mentioned earlier but this house was in like the downtown busy area and there was some crime so it like it wouldn't be completely unheard of to have a break-in um but yeah i think we eventually did get a security system um after we'd lived there for several years and just, just to be safe. Um, so yeah, that was, uh, that's the second story then. Yeah. With my dad and the photo assistant. Um, the third one, this is like my personal experience and like definitely the scariest one that like, uh, it, like I still think about it and I still get the chills. Um, so anyways, my dad and I were just coming home and I, I don't remember if I was like coming from dance or from school or what it was. But anyways, we came home and we always went through the basement, like the walkout basement door, um, because that's where our cars were parked. And that's just the main way that we took in. Um, So we came into the house and we didn't know if my mom and brother were home yet. Um, But anyways, we walk in through the door and within like five seconds, we both heard this super loud thud, like something had just like fallen over or it was just, it was very, very loud. And we both looked at each other like, what was that? Um, so right away, my dad, um, we went right back outside and he, he um, sat me inside the minivan and he had, he locked the door and, uh, and had me sitting there um, with the doors locked. And then he went through the house and he called out. He said, he said my mom's name out. He said my brother's names out loud um, to see if it was maybe them. And it wasn't, nobody answered. So um, he went upstairs. Again, he, he went with a knife um, to see what was going on. He went through every crack, every crevice. Nothing came of it. Um, so that was, again, very creepy, hearing that loud of a thud with no explanation. Um, so then, anyways, we just, I mean, what about our lives, whatever, but the scariest part to me that I, I didn't piece this together until years later after after I had known the whole story about 
specifically all the the, the boy dying in the bathroom. And what we had realized is that the thud, like where we were standing in the basement, directly above our heads where we heard that loud noise was where the bathroom was at. Oh my goodness. I know. (laughs) I I that's literally like the the noise of his body. Oh my god. I know. It like it's seriously like if if I could picture what sound like a body falling over just complete dead weight, that's what it sounded like. And it was imagine that. Like walking into your house and hearing something thud upstairs. Like when I hear a thud, I freak out and then I'm like oh, it was just my cat knocking something over. Like, but, you know, if you didn't have any animals or, you know, even your dad's freaked out, then you're like, I need to be scared. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah. And luckily, like, they did such a good job, my parents, of, like, keeping it sheltered from us and not not being panicked when things like that came up. Um, and I, I think it was probably best that I sat in the car, like, away from everything. And I was so young. Like, I was like, oh, okay, I'll sit in the car for a minute, whatever. Uh, but yeah, it's stuff like that where like you don't know how to act, and I mean, if that was me, I I would be freaking out. Yeah. Definitely, I would be getting in the car with my child and driving away. I would, be, <laughs> yeah, I would be driving straight to the police station or church or something. I'm like, <laughs> heck no. I'd be like, well, I actually don't need to live there anymore. So. I would have never even got the house in the first place. <laughs> I know. Yeah, just burn the house down at that point. Yeah, <laughs> no, thank you. Right. So, um, yeah. So that was all those. Yeah, definitely some scary occurrences. And um, we did. My dad ended up ended up uh, having the house blessed a couple of years after we lived there. Um, but yeah, just over the years, there was I just a lot of weird things. And I actually I just called my brother right before this to see if he had any any stories that he remembered or things that like I might have forgotten about. And um, he made a really good point that. He just felt like he was always being watched or he just always felt like there was some somebody there. Like he, he felt like there was another person in the room all the time. And I'm like, that is so true because I felt the same way too. I just always felt like there was somebody else there and it, it always just kind of had hairs on my arms standing up. That makes uh, me cringe so hard because I that's know. exactly how me and Lexi felt in the duplex. Yeah. Exactly oh how we felt. <laughs> yeah. Well, especially in your guys' case, because that that was I think we had an actual like, person watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, see this, I feel like yeah, like as far as the spirit, I'm sure he, it was a nice, kind spirit, but yeah, there was <laughs> definitely there was definitely some scary things. Like I I mean we we often heard weird noises and footsteps and I just feel like overall paranoid and we'd always just blame it on it being an old house um but I do distinctly remember like very often seeing I don't even know how to explain it not a ghost but like a white flowy figure a weird blob weird flowy figure shape quickly turning a corner as I'd enter a room especially like on like there's like one star- staircase in particular and I was always so scared to go up it because I I just like would anticipate seeing something turn the corner really fast and it was like too fast to tell what it was, but yeah I don't know it just always freaked me out a lot. It's like one of those things where you're like, am I seeing things? Is my brain like playing tricks on me? Right. Because it's right. like just a flash. Exactly. In your eyes, kind of. Mm-hmm. Oh goodness. 
So can't even imagine. Yeah. I know. So that's that's basically my story. I do. You guys have any questions or comments? Let's pull out the long list here. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Lexi. Do you have any questions? Do you want to go I, first? I do. <clears throat> this is kind of like a would you rather. <laughs> oh God. Oh, would you? <laughs> would you guys rather have? A real person staring at you or a dead person staring at you? <laughs> oh, geez. Um, you know? Because, like, um, I, we could go either way with this. Like, preferably not a real person, but then if you really think about it, that's even creepier. Yeah, well, a dead person in, like, the sense of, like, a ghost? Yeah. yeah. I, I would honestly, say I'd ghost. pick the ghost. I'd pick a ghost, too. Because, honestly, I'd, like, i feel like there's definitely life beyond earth and i feel like all of my past descendants they can probably see everything i do which is a little bit terrifying but who knows maybe maybe (laughs) they all know what i'm doing down here and hopefully they're cheering me on or laughing at me probably both (laughs) (laughs) probably both yeah i'm like what are you doing (laughs) yeah yeah that's okay i embrace it Okay, one of my questions, and I think you kind of answered this, um, so maybe this is irrelevant, but do you remember what he looked like, like the little boy at all, or like what he was wearing? Um, I know you said you didn't really remember, and it was kind of a flash, but... Honestly, no, I I wish, I, I really tried to like think back, and I don't remember, I just, I knew that he was a boy, he had short hair... Um, and I, I think I, I, I would say he was probably around my age when um, I, I was seven at the time. So, I mean, yeah, it was it was such a quick flash. But I'm like, what the heck? Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, as far as like what he was wearing or anything like that, I just I really don't remember specifics. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah. Do you ever feel like the little boy was like a bad spirit, or do you think? There was more than just him there. You know, I, that's a good question because I like, I always, well, looking back on it now, I would say it was, he was like, he was a kind spirit or maybe like a lost spirit. If he, I mean, just being a young kid, maybe it's kind of sad if, I mean, I don't know if there's purgatory. I, I mean, nobody really knows, but if he was like waiting to go to the next, dimension or wherever that may be mm-hmm. um, that, that's pretty sad if he's just hanging around in our old house where he died you know that's uh, I don't know so I would say I mean it, it was an old house and it very well could have been more um, more things going on and it, that's actually funny it just made me think of something um, when I was in middle school like part of the time I lived there uh, one of my friends at the time had a ghost scanner app and I was so freaking mad because she she thought it was so much fun to use the app and look at ghosts in my house. And it, it was scary because it showed like little figures on the radar. It actually and, did. Yes, it did. It showed a bunch of them. And honestly, I think it was just like a dumb scam. But you know how still... in middle school, everyone downloaded like a trillion apps on their iPod? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I remember I those days. Yep. iPod touch. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Good old days. I had yeah. a track phone. <laughs> I did not get wow, any Lexi. type of like. You guys threw over here talking about that stuff, and I was like, 
I don't think I got my first like device until I was like 13 or 14 and that was a track phone (laughs) that explains a lot Lexi (laughs) oh my gosh but yeah I just yeah that's funny you said that because she had the app out and we were like looking around I was so scared and she she thought it was hilarious but I'm like you don't have to live here I do and now I'm like gonna have nightmares yeah being a middle schooler and having somebody do that in your house that would be so scary I know so I'm like come on like now we have to do it at your house and then she didn't want to like yeah go figure (laughs) go figure so Uh, so kind of Lexi asked this question but do you only see the boy or did you only see him at times I wait never mind you kind of answered that you only saw him once (laughs) yeah yeah did you feel other spirits and who do you think they were like I don't know because I I mean do you think it was only the little boy I don't know I really think like I said like with the house being so old it's definitely a possibility that there were other things going on in there um and I I definitely believe all that stuff just because I I I can't stand when people are super critical about the spiritual world because you really don't know until you experience certain things and I know yeah I know Lexi like Lexi's definitely had a lot of experiences too and it's like you just don't understand until it happens to you Mm -hmm. and then once it happens like you, you can't really deny that like there's just sometimes you just there's no explanation for something and there doesn't have to be there doesn't have to be a scientific explanation um, there's just, just have to accept that, it happens. Yeah. yeah, we just have to accept that we don't know what's beyond this world and kind of leave it at that. But as far as like other spirits in the house, um, I, I mean, there was, yeah, I, I would say probably just because I would see the, these like weird flowy figures. And even sometimes I'd be showering and like I'd, I'd come out of the shower and like, you know, how like the steam builds up on the mirror um sometimes I'd see like you know like if you'd like try to wipe your hands and and so you can see yourself in the mirror I'd sometimes see like weird stuff like sometimes like handprints or like it looked like somebody had like brushed the thing um brushed the steam away so oh my goodness and if it was a little boy spirit he definitely couldn't reach that high because it was very high up so I don't know I don't know that is that is weird yeah. One one thing that is co- more of a comment that I would that I thought about is maybe the little boy came back into the house. Like I don't, you know, the spiritual world. Obviously, we don't know what it is, but I would like to think um, maybe he came back because there was children moving in, and he, you know, wanted to play with you guys. Oh my gosh! You know that makes me smile. <laughs> it's honestly that's a cute concept, and that might be true. Honestly, like. The house itself was, it, it was a really fun house for kids. And um, that's actually, that reminds me of something I forgot about, is that the house um, on all the floors, as far as I remember, but especially the middle floor, there were um, these these built-in vents in the floor. And um, there was, like, mar- we'd always find marbles from, like, like vintage old, old marbles oh, wow. in- inside of them. And they were definitely from, like, decades earlier. Um, but yeah, my brother and I would find them and we'd, we'd play with them and it's like, who knows? Those might've been his, maybe he wanted to play with you guys still. I don't know. Maybe. And yeah, there was also like, so like the upstairs part of the house, 
Um, so you'd walk into the house and uh, like the middle floor was there. You'd, you'd go to the right and then there's a, like a grand staircase going up to the three bedrooms. And in one of the one of the bedrooms, there was two. What was it? Yeah. Two walk in closets. One of the walk in closets had a another closet within the closet. And actually, a lot of all, all the closets were pretty much like that, except for one of them. Um, so that was that was a lot of fun as a kid, because looking back, I'd be really creeped out <laughs> to do that. But <laughs> back then it was so much fun because we'd have it was kind of like a Narnia type of thing where you'd have all your clothes hanging up and then you'd push the clothes away. And then there's like a whole crawl space closet within it. Um, and then there was this one in particular that we, it was like our favorite area. It was like a little clubhouse that we made and we had all of our stuffed animals in there. And, um, but there was actually writing inside of one of the crawl spaces. And it was definitely like a kid that had written things down. I, I wish we had pictures of what it said. Oh, wow. I'll have to, I, I feel like my, I don't know if my parents have pictures of it or if it's, it might still be there now even. Um, but yeah, little kids definitely used to play up there and, yeah that's that's kind of an interesting take on it that maybe maybe the little boy just wanted friends you know mm-hmm. yeah I I want to think that you know the happier thoughts that you know he came by just to play with you guys right right yeah and I don't I, I wish I knew who lived there beforehand I don't think I don't think kids live there because the, the house itself was actually um it, it was designed to be a commercial property so basically if if you owned the house, you had to run a business through it. Um, and that, that's why it was a really nice setup for my family because we could live there and they could run their business. Um, oh, so I, okay. I kind of doubt that kids lived there beforehand. It, there At the time, there was like no fenced in yard. Um, it was kind of in a busier area of town. So it wasn't like great for, for little kids running outside and everything. So I, yeah, I kind of doubt that there were kids that lived there before us, at least like right before us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. We've got one more question for you. Okay. Three more. Three more. Ooh, three more. Three more. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, oh. Like, I thought I was going to go. Or is Lexi going to go? Oh, I thought you were going. Okay. <laughs> okay. Were your parents skeptical at all about the paranormal stuff because I know some adults always try and think of any literally any other reason first before thinking it's a ghost yeah so honestly like I know so so um my family they're they're catholic and I think it's generally against the catholic religion to um to believe in spirits um and my my parents are are pretty firm catholic followers and um is that the right way to word it you know whatever they're they're hardcore catholics and (laughs) they i mean their perspective is has always been that i mean spirits are real and i I know that my my dad had some paranormal experiences too when he was younger um my mom though I, i think she was probably a little bit more skeptical and she when i asked her about any of her own personal experiences at the house she said that honestly she didn't really have any besides um the neighbor coming over and saying that but yeah i'd say that they were both they're they're both pretty open to it and especially now like we talk about uh, we talk about stuff like that and they're they're very open to it which is which i think is good 
That is interesting because I, I know when you were like, oh, well, that probably is a ghost, and adults are like, oh no, it could have been this. It's they always say, oh, it's the house settling. Or... Right. Yeah. When we were younger, <laughs> though, that's that's what they did say because they didn't want us to be scared. So yeah. there was always like a justification for it. But yeah. now that we're like adults, they're like, yeah, that was creepy. We were trying to cover it up for you guys. So and now that they, we're I all wanted, like, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that they they covered it up because I, I mean, I was already kind of spooked a lot of the time living there and just didn't really know why. So yeah. probably best I didn't know. And now that we're all adults, we're using the sayings like, oh, it's just the house settling, trying to even convince ourselves. <laughs> I know, seriously. I know, well, even with your with your guys' story, just trying to, like, justify yeah. like, crazy things happening. It's like, you, you can't really explain, like, a crying yeah. girl from your basement. That's, we I mean... went to the extent of saging the house because <laughs> we thought it was haunted. Turns yeah, out I mean, like, it really wasn't haunted, but well, it's like when you get desperate, it's like I mean, you got to stay open to all possibilities, and that's I mean, it's good that you tried that, but obviously it was just some freak messing with you. So, yeah, Ugh. sorry guys, that was uh, that was me disrupting the peace in the background. Oh, but we I will continue. Something. Another thud. Watch out. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Um, I'm known to create a ruckus. Okay. How did you sleep in the house? Like, how, did you feel comfortable? Or did you always feel like you're being watched? I don't know. I, I think I'd you already kind of answered this, but... No, I'm actually, I'm glad you asked that because um, I so because we lived right downtown there was a train literally like two blocks away from our house like it it was very close and the house being as old as it was it literally shook our entire house every single night and I learned to become a really hard sleeper because I mean it it was so so loud It, it sounded like the train was in our backyard um but I mean aside from that I I didn't I mean, I, I was definitely scared to get up in the middle of the night and go to the bathroom. Like, I I would, mm-hmm. yeah, I like, I never, ever went to the bathroom in the middle of the night unless I absolutely had to. So, um, yeah, that, I mean, between that, but it's actually funny because when we moved from that, that house up to Wisconsin, um, the, the house that we lived in, in um, the, the one that, we, that I'm talking to you guys about, that it was in such a busy, loud area. Complete opposite. When we moved to Wisconsin, um, the house was in the middle of nowhere, like straight up farm country, like complete opposite. Probably more eerie than. Yes. So (laughs) it was, yeah. I seriously, like, I'm not kidding you guys. When, (laughs) when we moved there, I had to get a nightlight because I was so used to like all the, like the, there was like, like lights coming gleaming into my room in the old house I had to get a nightlight and I kept having weird I don't know if it was considered sleep apnea but I would wake up at night and like not be able to breathe and my ears would be ringing because it was so quiet and I wasn't used to that and it actually like caused a lot of sleeping problems for me so yeah that was that was kind of interesting going just being in tune to just being such a hard sleeper oh my gosh in high school okay theory I'm so sorry (laughs) but in high school remember how you would always have those dreams and you felt like they were livid like you were livid dream like what are they called 
Oh, I, sleep lucid paralysis. Dreams? Lucid dreams and sleep paralysis. Yep, I. We can do a whole episode on that because that is also extremely scary. And what if the that... little boy was trying to get you back to go to like trying to get you to go back to the house in all of those dreams? Oh, what if there was like some type of connection because you didn't start having those dreams until you moved out of that house? I don't know because honestly, like the sleep paralysis set, like that was it was very dark and very extremely scary and I think it was more tied to stress and like other things but I I don't think I don't think that that would tie together just because it seemed like he was a kind spirit I I really don't think that would be no. the case oh, but yeah, that's true but Unless it's an interesting concept though games yet his marbles he wanted you to come back and play marbles with him <laughs> yeah <laughs> don't take my marbles and that is just crazy because there's so many people that need noise to sleep because they're so used to, like, busy cities and just, like, the ruckus outside. Yeah, and yeah. There's, well, and there's so yeah. many people that, you know, grow up in the farm country and need complete silence and complete darkness. Like, they need blackout curtains everywhere or else they won't be able to sleep. And yeah, it, well, it's funny because, like, as an adult insane. now, I... I don't like any any lights, any background noise, and I my, I was never allowed. But my brother and I weren't allowed to have TVs in our room growing up, and I, that always made me so mad. Like I hated my parents for that. But <laughs> now it's like I'm really grateful for it overall because even though I had that little adjustment from going from having to sleep in an area that had a lot of background noise to um, to Wisconsin where it was just dead silent, um, it wasn't that hard of adjustment. Because it, we didn't have like TVs and relied on like white noise or anything, but mm-hmm. yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes total sense. I think yeah. we even talked in an episode about how one of my roommates kind of classically conditioned me to the Friends show because she would fall asleep to Friends every night, and she was one of my roommates in college for a year, and so then I got like conditioned to I couldn't sleep without listening to the friends clap and then I had to like and then I would sleep oh my gosh that's hilarious (laughs) and then I would be like okay I'm tired Uh, that's funny so do you just like sit on the couch now and like if you friends turn on if friends turns on do you just fall asleep like well I eventually kind of try to I eventually got out of it but I definitely Every single time there's a movie on or TV in front of me past 8 o'clock, I'm out. I can't watch any movie past, like, 8 p.m. anymore. But very strange. Hmm. Okay. Another question that I have, or our last question, is did the ghosts ever show up in the photos? Because you said your parents had, like, a big photo business. And... I know ghosts can either show up like as orbs or, you know, they kind of show up in a little background of photos sometimes. So I was just wondering about that. You know, I would love to look back on, on like childhood photos and see if there was anything like that, because I wouldn't doubt it. Like, I mean, yeah, I will. I'll have to look back at but my mom got a bunch of um, our, our old childhood pictures together and she put them in photo albums. So whenever I go home next, um, I'll have to look into that. And I, I live, you guys know I live all the way in Florida now, so that might be a while. But um, regardless, as far as like the photo, like for their for their photography business, 
I I doubt it just because they had um they had like a like a professional setup with back backdrops and lights and obviously like I mean like Photoshop so it, they could if there was something they could have just erased it quick or not thought anything of it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is interesting though because I mean they their specialty was um, was family and and like baby portraits and they had this whole thing it was like literally called the baby plan oh, where wow. um, the 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 newborn baby would come in at like two weeks and then they'd do like like every few weeks every few months and then they'd do a whole collage at the end of the baby like up until like a year maybe two years old um so yeah it wouldn't surprise me because yeah like with the the spirit being a young boy I mean I mean that would that would be probably a lot for for that spirit with um he's just like kids and whatnot so he's just floating in the background of somebody's family photo (laughs) seriously oh my god that'd be so creepy (laughs) but yeah I'm sure the best intense but yeah no i I'd like to look back at old pictures, though, and just, like, look for that with a different lens, because I, I never thought anything of it beforehand, but there's, yeah, that'd be something to look into. Hmm. Well, that sounds, yeah, that would be actually pretty cool. Yeah. Hmm. It, it would be. Well... Thank you, Hannah, for coming on and telling us about your little spooky uh, survive story. Um, we really enjoyed it. It definitely yes. was nice to hear hear the whole story, kind of hear other people's point of views and stuff like that. Of course, of course. And I'm glad I could tell you, like, I, I've told you this story before, like, in high school, but even, I, I mean you never knew like the full details and even like some details that I've come to learn too. So I'm, I'm glad that I got to share that with both of you guys and all of your listeners. Um, yeah, it was definitely, I, I'm, I'm glad that it happened when I was so young because I just feel like I've, I'm a lot more open-minded when it comes to things like that. Like I, I'm not the kind of person to just deny if somebody says they hear something or see something, like I always take it very seriously and there's something to be said for that because it's very frustrating when, um, when somebody just flat out denies that, you know, mm-hmm. yes. <laughs> yep. Especially in your I agree. Case. And if any of our listeners have any further questions for Hannah, feel free to DM us on Instagram or Email us at our Gmail. Yes, and that is survived with Sophie and Lexi at gmail.com. And I think everyone knows our Instagram by now, right? Yeah, <laughs> hopefully. It's like survived underscore with underscore <laughs> Sophie underscore and underscore Lexi. <laughs> I don't know why it did that. Like, it wouldn't let me change it either. So I was like, okay, I guess we're <laughs> stuck with all these underscores. Just the longest instagram handle in the world that's us <laughs> all righty well Tune i hope everyone week. has a good weekend all of our listeners and i want to thank hannah one more time thank you so much for coming on the podcast today yes thank you guys so much i really appreciate it yes this was a lot of fun yes it was it was And if anyone else would want to tell their survive story, please let us know. Yep. We are open and we love hearing everybody else's survive story. Yes. And this has been Survived.
with Sophie and Lexi. <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye.